it sounds better discuss live than regurgitate on this phone thing. So, you know, welcome to um, the Brooks. <laughs> I'm trying to even think what it'd be called. The Brooks McDonald. Welcome to the Brooks McDonald Hour. I'm here with you. We're here together. Praise uh, the Lord. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hey, welcome to our podcast. I really am excited about you know putting this together. It's something that I've always wanted to spend more time on. Really, um, it's in some self-interest because the time that I bring to you means that I'm studying some to prepare for it. And I've got my good friend Tyler here with me. And so this is a good chance for us just to sit and talk about, sometimes it'll be current events, sometimes it's just um, general things going on. But as a focus, can we spend time saying, hey, how do we walk walk with the lord better how in current day events can we find god or be the best christian that we can be and um how do we also just um challenge ourselves to be the best we can be in general Mm -hmm. and i thought a good starting point tyler was just kind of a discussion around me and you've sat at lunch together and everything some of these topics you hear it's we're just nerdy enough that this stuff we talk about off of the camera um, but trying to figure out, hey, where do we find uh, God's mission for us? And mm-hmm. just it's a constant thing, even since I was super little, is just almost paranoidly so being like, in decisions that I make, yeah. is that what God wants me to do? And uh, I think that is a very stifling piece for some people, mm-hmm. or maybe even more so, people that could be newer to Christianity may not even know where to begin to even look for God's guidance. They've just been making decisions along, and now they're coming into some decisions to where they're trying to figure out, hey, how do I make decisions that would be God-influenced versus my past life? And so I think I think we'll, let's just unpack that together a little bit. You know, let's, let's spend time talking about it. So the challenge would be, and I hear a lot of times people will say in Scripture references a lot, I've got some books... Uh, out of the shot a little bit that I've read through because I spent a lot of time worrying about, hey, am I supposed to be waiting for God to tell me an answer or I do do I need to be moving? Mm-hmm. And if you came to this hoping that you're going to have the answer, I'm sorry, you're probably not going to have the answer, <laughs> but you probably will have a, hear a good discussion yeah. on different pros and cons of it. If theologians haven't figured it out, we're, we're probably not going to. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like the bullet point scientific way to <coughs> figure out God's plan for your life. Yeah, for and so... I've been doing a study uh, from a book called Experiencing God, and it's helped me a lot because if we go back to Old Testament days, and this would be an example I used all the time in discussions, and it would be kind of a joke, kind of like, ha-ha, because I would say, well, that was nice. Um, God was in a burning bush or in some very clear directives where he spoke. Mm -hmm. Literally, they audibly heard his voice. So, Mm -hmm. of course, they knew what their mission was. He blinded them on the road to Emmaus Mm -hmm. and, you know, set them on mission. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had to understand, and this book did a really good job of saying, hey, Old Testament communication, New Testament communication, and how God communicates. Yeah, because we have Um, the Spirit with us today. Right. There was even a discussion about uh, in another book called Just Do Something, which has been helpful. Of course, Just Do Something's perspective is like, as it sounds, you don't don't sit around and wait, yeah, but move in the plumb line of scripture. Um, but he talks about Job in there and how Job made some decisions and sometimes didn't make the best of decisions. But it, it, I saw it from a different angle because again, my jealousy of the Old Testament and how things were communicated were reversed because it said 
yeah, okay, let's take a guy named Job that actually had no word from God. He didn't have the Bible in front of him. Mm -mm. He had none of those to reference. Mm -hmm. You and I have the Mm -hmm. written word Mm -hmm. of God to reference. Yeah. And that was a neat um, switch for me in my head. So today we have the written word of God in our head. We also, changing from Old Testament and New Testament, our Savior, Christ, came. And then we got the gift of the Holy Spirit. And Mm -hmm. so now it's a discussion around prayer, four four items, prayer, scripture reading, church, interacting with your brothers and sisters, and then circumstance, which would be uh, experiences that you would have. Mm -hmm. And I realized at that point that when I started reading the book and it discussed how much time are you spending in prayer, which is our way of really discussing with the Lord. How much time am I spending there? And then Mm -hmm. also, how much time am I spending in Scripture? And at the beginning of that uh, study especially, it was pretty limited. I I could say that in either one of those, it wasn't a whole lot of time that I would be spending there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's when I realized that first off, if we want to know are we on the right path, what's our relationship like with God? Yeah. And I would challenge, unless you're a, a missionary in the mission field or or something, which even those probably could grow, there's some room for growth. Mm-hmm. And um nobody's perfect. That's nobody's, nobody's complete. Perfect. Nobody's perfect. But uh, I liken it to if you wanted to learn Spanish, are you immersing yourself in the language? If you're not spending time studying uh the language regularly, you will never become fluent in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um and in the same way, like for me, learning guitar, until I really spend regular time learning guitar, I, won't, I don't know that process very well. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to be about doing uh, when it comes to our relationship with Christ and the mm-hmm. relationship with the Lord, is spending time listening, talking, reading in Scripture, and pouring into brothers and sisters to, until we get that. Now, um, some people may watch and be like, well, Okay, so that just means I'm not going to even know what the Lord's going to do until I develop some deep relationship with the Lord. That's not mm-hmm. what I mean, but if you want to hear it more clearly, mm-hmm. you're in a better path to say, hey, spending time regularly with God. Um, but then past that, it, um, when I think about as a business owner, uh, future casting, goal setting, and trying to figure that out, of course, there's a, a verse out of <clears throat> Proverbs, Proverbs 16:9. In their hearts, humans plan their course but the Lord establishes their steps. And that's a verse I've always loved to to reference, one of many, but the idea that we have to set a goal, you know, from just worldly life advice. Um, if you don't have a, a heading that you're on, mm-hmm. um, then you're probably not going to get anywhere. If mm-hmm. somebody wants to run a half marathon and they never run, they got to set a plan up to where they're going to do half a mile one day and then a full mile. They don't have, but if they don't plan to run half a mile, they're not going to run anything. Mm-hmm. And somebody put it the idea to say that an airplane takes out of New York and they're headed to San Diego. They head in a general direction, but a lot of things are occurring. Um, the uh, air traffic control may tell them to adjust because of traffic in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, a headwind or a crosswind could come on. So, no matter what, they are in a general direction, but they're constantly course correcting as they go Mm -hmm. as they adjust and i think at least in this discussion you may have some other thoughts that that's our heading with with the lord is where's our where's our head goal is that a one-year goal a five-year goal 
is testing those goals out to say, are they along the plumb line of scripture? Yeah. Is it what you feel God's guiding you to? Um, and then course correcting, which God is guiding your steps yeah. through that. What do you think about that? Because I think of like, don't, unless God specifically said, don't move, keep moving forward to something, but hold loosely to the destination. Yeah. So when you say, <clears throat> unless God says, don't move. I guess it, I, it, that's kind of a, a, a loaded statement. I mean, even when, when God has you in a waiting period, you can still make the most of the time that yeah. you're in. Well, I've heard a lot of people say, <clears throat> instead of saying don't move, they don't hear anything. And they take the not hearing anything is stay where you're at. That, yeah, that's And that's I'm a, new to that. That's it's, a different I'm thing. I'm new to that idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm new to that. It's not to say it's wrong. It's just me learning. And as I'm diving deeper, I hear more people that I feel are mighty men and women of God mm-hmm. that reference that. And I've never, um, I guess in my personality type, I'm a pretty big driver. And that scares mm-hmm. me, though. That's always been my fear of when I'm listening for the Lord is, am I listening for the Lord or am I wanting to hear it the way I want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Which one of the, the, that Just Do Something book talks a lot about that, about how, you know, you set up tests for God and you slate the test in your favor, uh, yeah. you know, type of a thing. And, I think about that. I've, I've been uh, watching some stuff and they talk about like, not everything is from God or from the devil. A lot of it comes down the middle and it's just from our own fleshly desires. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they talk yeah. about that with prophecy and a lot of that stuff. It's, yeah, it's not necessarily like from the devil because you missed it. Necessarily, yeah. it might just be you're birthing this this notion out of your well, own. Well, and if we chase this rabbit down process. the rabbit hole, there is an issue that's <clears throat> brought up a lot: is how our generations or generations of today mm-hmm. um, operate differently than from generations of old. If we look at like the Greatest Generation, and um, they're just coming out of the Great Depression, World War. Just having a job that they can show up to and bust their rears 40 hours a week or more, 60 hours a week, was an answer to prayer. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't anything spectacular. Mm -hmm. It it wasn't, um, I guess what I say is it makes us feel like today's generations, we have a tendency to want to be the main character. Yes. We want to have- The hero in our story. Yeah, exactly. A superhero, yes. Right, where we go to a movie and it's some big experience. It's Mm -hmm. some huge, momentous deal. We spend our time listening to podcasts or things like that that drive us to that. And it's challenging us to say, hey, just because God didn't give you some massive thing that you thought was major doesn't mean he's not working in your life. Yeah. And what you view as boredom sometimes may be exactly where God wants you. Yeah. Another look at it was saying the question, the things you may be asking God for God may be preparing you for, but he knows your character is not prepared to handle that now. And so where you think it should take six months, he may prepare you for six years Mm -hmm. because he knows if he gives it to you today, you can't handle it. I guess that's what I mean by like a waiting period. Like maybe you feel like God's calling you to start a church. Yeah. But you're not anywhere near ready for that. Right. So God's just going, wait. Yeah. He's not saying sit at home and do nothing until the church falls out of the sky. Yeah. But it's... You're not yet developed for the next thing that I have for you. Mm. Be patient of what you have. Yeah. Don't just go start that church. Yeah. You're not ready. Right. Wait on that. Yeah. Um, and and I liked, uh, I remember Lisa Brevere came to our church and said something that, that kind of made me feel a little bit more at ease when it comes to hearing God's will for your life. Yeah. And she said, hey, uh, a lot of people come to me, how do, you know, how do I know what it is this and how do I know what God wants for life? She's like, in my experience, I found God is extremely clear if I'm seeking him, if I'm doing the basics, right? Prayer time, yeah. reading the word, seeking after a relationship, it's really hard to miss God. 
Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty much like burning bush fires in your life. Like I've never been at this crossroads and, and thought, oh my goodness, I have no idea what to do unless there wasn't the prerequisites of a relationship. Yeah. If that was there, when I got to those situations or points, it was very clear what God wanted for mm. me. No, that's really, really good. The it kind of takes side, that. No, that's awesome. Big fear of like, yeah. Start like you said. Start with the basics. Yep. And uh, there's another look at it to where, to you said, some is just sitting and waiting. I've seen some people to where they take it to the extreme of just sitting and waiting, and they're not doing anything. Yeah. Like it's the, um, I don't know. I think of it maybe from a a coddled child perspective of mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait for my parents to do everything for me and mm-hmm. I'm going to sit, I'm not going to get better at my skills. I'm not going to develop my craft more. I'm mm-hmm. not going to learn and grow. I'm just going to sit and I'm mm-hmm. going to wait. And then I get mad because nothing's happening. Erwin McManus was on a podcast and he talked about, he said, <laughs> he said that there was, there'd be people out there that would have a marketing event for a church um, function, like a, uh, a get together. And, only a few people showed up and they say, well, guess God didn't really want this to succeed. And he said, maybe you just actually stink at marketing. Maybe <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not good at that and you didn't work yeah. hard enough yeah. at marketing the event. We just have to be really careful of what we want to say. Well, that must have not been God's will versus did we just really, did we give it our best effort? Did yeah. we try our best um, before we say that? And uh, speaking of Erwin McManus, you know, he has this quote that I've learned. Tyler, I know I've said it to you a few times, um, but uh, it's interesting discussion point, which is we're created to create, we're imagined to imagine we're both a work of art and an artist at work. And his that was his response after saying um, Christians that say they just couldn't do it, is that God created us to create things. Now, he mm-hmm. said a lot of Christians take that to say, ooh, that's blasphemous. You're trying to say we're creators too. He didn't mean it in that form. He just said, God gave you this ability to do amazing things. Mm -hmm. He said that we wouldn't have walked on the moon if even to the beginning, if JFK hadn't have challenged us to race Mm -hmm. to the moon. And so many good things would have happened if you hadn't have started that path. And he said, then he said, because I'm going to tell you, bad people don't wait. Mm -hmm. Um, Hitler didn't wait. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Jews lost their lives because he didn't wait. And that was an even, whoa, man, that hit me even deeper of us not waiting, but moving towards the Lord's tasks. And and another book that, again, that just do something is moving towards what God is. The experiencing God says kind of probably is what you discussed uh, of that same topic of look around you. God's acting in all kinds of ways. Go get plugged in. Mm-hmm. Find where God's at work and go be a part of that. It doesn't have to be necessarily a new endeavor. And a lot of us, again, I think these generations, they want it to be a new endeavor where I'm the centerpiece mm-hmm. versus finding where God's at work and just going and helping and encouraging that. Thoughts? That's actually probably what God wants more than anything is the flip side of that, of where we're humbling ourselves and seeking and serving and growing and learning. Um, it's kind of like a, a seed being planted in the soil. Like it yeah. doesn't start as this gorgeous big flower. It mm-hmm. starts as the seed that grows roots and yeah. is um, refined in in the uh, in the secret place. Right. I think it was a good book around that. Basically, like being being proven out and in, in the secret place. And you gave me another reference. And then by there. the time you get to the point of being the hero, being the, the you don't want it. It's that's not the goal. It's not what's important. Like it's. 
I guess that typically has been worked out. Yeah. Not, not always, but well, there generally was, speaking, good like I was listening to or, at this event, um, the creator of It Cosmetics that sold her company for $1.25 billion cash, and she started in her living room. She was a Denny's waitress before that, um, and she's a believer, and, she, and I loved it. She was on stage, and that's my biggest, honestly, my biggest piece for this podcast is that I feel that there's a lot of, it, of uh, motivational people that leave God out of it. And I want to be a part of a place where let's let's talk about those motivational ideas that I think work, but that the Lord created. And yeah, let's give God, God the glory on that. Exactly. And she said, uh, God does not qual- uh, call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And I think that's kind of what you yeah. were kind of leaning yes. to. Is that yes, yes, yes. The Lord, in order to qualify the <clears throat> called, though, there's a time process to that. There's a, there's a waiting period or a growing period that you have to be in. I think, too... <clears throat> Especially, I have an eleven-year-old son that plays video games. But uh, if I were to be completely honest, I can tend to play video games some still myself. And hey. and usually with that, you get to reset at the beginning of the level, and you get to automatically go. You don't have to learn how to do anything. That wouldn't be fun. The game puts you right in the action. Mm-hmm. And I think we get this trending in our lives, and especially the younger generations are. And I'm worried for them at times as they want to immediately go to the action. And they don't want to have to get there. And work mm-hmm. on getting that process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just uh, i I worry for um, uh, lots of our rising men and women of faith for that exact reason is they'll just get bored because it doesn't um, hit them like quickly opening an Instagram app mm-hmm. or Facebook could do. It's so, funny how like both extremes kind of play together in the sense of everyone wants to be the big hero and everything yeah so we end up just doing nothing because oh, we, can't, right? we can't get to it real quick yeah no that's um, a good point it's it, in the middle path and and you know i think of god probably didn't lay out a, a 10-step program to success <laughs> necessarily in the bible because yeah. he doesn't want to make so much of a process of of doing it he just wants mm. people to seek after him mm. and trust him in it yeah. And maybe for some they they need to be in a point in their life where they're really pushing hard yeah. towards a goal and doing a thing. Yeah. And others it it may be that they have the tendency to over control yes. that and and yeah. make that their god. So God wants them to go just Yeah. I'm teaching you to wait right now and and right. not know what the next step yeah. is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the two concerns that I have in that are what you just said, which I would say the adventure that is life. Yeah. And then the boredom of waiting and the boredom of listening. And I was thinking the other day and talking with somebody about, you know, there's a kid trying to learn how to ride a bike and they're, I just think of like this rambunctious little boy or girl that they're, they're headstrong. Dad, don't help me. I got this, but mm-hmm. they really don't know how to do it at all. And they're pedaling and their dad's there, got in the back of the seat and they're reaching around, slapping dad's hand to stop and they let go. Dad lets go and they bust. <laughs> Um, and they yeah. needed the hand there, honestly, to guide them until they, the dad felt that they were ready to let go. Mm-hmm. And I think in a very played down version, that's a lot of ways how God is with us. And I think that's one big answer to a challenging question that we could talk about for hours, which is why would God allow bad things to happen to good people? Mm-hmm. Well, God didn't allow bad things to happen to good people. We made the decisions to drove there. Mm-hmm. We didn't drove there. We were the decision makers. 
that led to yeah. that. Not everything's God and the devil. A Not lot of it is God us. God and the devil. <laughs> a lot of it's us. Yeah. And the other piece we were just kind of circling back to is I worry for myself and for future generations of the boredom of listening for God. And I hate to use the word boredom. That's of that's of Satan. I don't mean that of Christianity, but I, that's that's of Satan to say it's boring to wait and listen. But I think a lot of people would say that they. It's not as easy as mm-hmm. opening your phone up, and there's some people that are secular individuals that are not talking about Christian topics that will say there's a fear that new technology won't be created, new inventions will not be had because kids do not know what boredom is to create it. The, a lot of those births of amazing novels and everything else came out of a bored mind that was sitting and thinking and creating. And we become these machines to that are basically just sucked into really simple entertainment. We're How are we ever going to be? We're consuming instead of creating. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Did you just come over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully nobody said that. <laughs> just did. It happened just now. <laughs>